Nick, have you heard? Heard what? The Bishop and the Gator are in stores. Oh, I did hear that. Brick and mortars, baby. Yeah, they're available right now at Riverman Cigar Company and Lit Cigars, The Smoke Pit, Man Cave Cigars, Smokers Alibi, and our friends over at Max Smoke Shop. Way cool. You need to go to those stores and you need to get yourself a Bishop or a Gator. They're fantastic cigars. Why not both? Should be both. I'm saying. You can also get them at MartinaCigars.com. Check them out today. Are you ready? I'm ready. Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, as always... A very chilled gator. Yes, it's a little chilly, but... No, I mean, I'm chill. You're all amped up for some Oh, reason. I thought you were talking about the Nick temperature. Is, Nick is, like, shaking the deck. He's, like, it's, jittery. There's a, there's a nip in the air. Is it cold, or are you just, like, I don't anxious? know. Well, I mean, I have flip-flops on, so my feet are kind of chilly, but, you Mine know. Mine barefooted. That's on me. Well, you're Here. you're always warm. It's right there, look at that. God, get your foot off the table. <laughs> anyway, we are sitting out in the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios on the back deck of Jeff's ex-wife's house, <laughs> and... Uh, you know, we're we're gonna enjoy we're the chillaxing. We are chillaxing. We're gonna enjoy the final cigar from the um, March My Monthly Cigars box. We are going to be smoking. If I'm not mistaken, it's the Partigas. It is. It is the Partigas Legend. And well, you're looking that up. I'll got, go ahead I, and get mine out of the cellophane. I, mean, I have it, but you know, <laughs> I have it right. Look at you with the quick quick draw. There you go. Okay. All right. Well, yes, it is the Partigas Legend. It is the Toro Leyenda, uh, six by six point two by fifty four, and it features a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper, Honduran binder, and Dominican filler. It is a cool looking band. It's got a lot of fancy artwork that's actually like embossed into the band. Do you see that? I do. I do. It's a very stark white color. Yeah. With uh, the contrasting black. And everything on it, it's it's really nice. It's got looking. like the shields, and yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. It's a it's really a neat cigar band. It is a uh, kind of a soft box press. Yep, I would agree with that. Yeah, going on it's there. a it's a legitimate square too. It's not a rectangle. Yeah, well, we'll see how that goes. There Hopefully you go. I don't drop it like I did the. Uh, Oh, Black and then bird. you drop kicked it and then ran over it. I did not. I just dropped it onto the deck. I watched you, it all you, go you down. Elaborate, you know, exaggerate that so much more than what actually happened. <laughs> but it did just blow it to pieces. It had issues yes, after that, but yes. you know, I managed. You did, and I you know what? You weren't a giant baby about it either, and I'm proud of you. I'm not a giant baby. When okay, when you have a cigar issue, you're a giant baby. Because normally, if I have a cigar issue, I just toss it away. Yeah, but I don't. For, I will power but through. For review purposes, I guess I kind of have to. Continue I had a, on. I had a stick the other night, and you. I think you watched me smoke it, and it was. Oh no, we were on the phone. That's right. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know, and I don't want to say the name of the stick because I've had a hundred of them, and I've never had a bad one. And I got one that was plugged up all to hell the other night. Huh. And I fought that thing for a good hour, but by God, I smoked. Well, it. Well, and there was that one that you had at Top Shooters that time. Oh yeah. And, and you, that's also a cigar we we've reviewed on the we've show. We've reviewed and liked. it on the show and liked it and, and everything. It, and that you was smoked the worst. that, and you just were you were such a baby throughout it was that you were complaining the whole time. The absolute worst cigar experience I've ever had. And I said I told you that night. Yeah, if that was my first cigar. It would have been my last cigar. Yeah, and it's a company that you guys know. 
And it's a company that we've reviewed on the show, and we liked. And we liked that cigar we specifically. Did. And yeah. there was just something, you know, every once in a while, you get one, there's something wrong with it. Handmade products, man. Amen. Yep. Well, speaking of handmade products, you know where you can get some handmade products? Dan the Man. Riverman Cigar Company. That's and right. he's who's bringing us the cut today. So, As um, always. As always. So, yeah, it's uh, time for the official cutting from Riverman Cigar Company. And, guys, head on over to Riverman Cigar Company. It's it's a good time to go and visit Dan because he's been stocking up that humidor, getting ready for the spring, the nice weather. And now that the nice weather is upon us, he's ready. He's got the cigars and he's got that fifteen hundred cover fifteen hundred square foot covered patio out front. I'm gonna tell you right he now. You can sit and enjoy the weather. If the Arch yeah. and the St. Louis Zoo and the Cardinals and the blues aren't enough to bring you to St. Louis, Dan, Dan the, the man, man should be Riverman. able to, yes. Yep. Yep. Nope, it's a valid point. You can go and hang out with Dan and Cindy and Jane, have a nice time. That's have right. Have some great cigars. And Heck, you might uh, see us there. You very well may. You very well may. So, with that. And by the way, he does mail order, so if you do not live in the St. Louis area and you don't have a brick and mortar, let Dan be your brick and mortar. Yeah, give him a call. He'll Rubberman get a ni- nice box company. put together. So, yes, with that, it's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar. Are you going V today? Yeah, I'm probably going to go with the V cut. I think I'm going to do a straight. I'm going to do. Look I'm going to use my perfect cut from Riverman. Look at you. Despite the fact that this was a busy day of driving for me, same here. I did not really have that much in the way of cigars, so the I've palette had, should be four. relatively fresh. I say relatively because I did have a BLT, a lovely BLT. You're that, welcome. That Jeff made. Prior to you're welcome, buddy. Tonight. And how oh, I taught you how to make bacon. Yes, it's it's the least messy. I mean, I'm way. not gonna lie; it's not the end result I prefer. I like really crispy bacon. See, and I like it barely, cooked. but it was good, you know. But I cooked it more than I normally do because of you. Well, that's nice. I did actually because I'll I'll do uh, bacon to me half cooked is perfectly done. That's not re- accurate at all. <laughs> yeah, but it, that's how I like it. Um, but no, I uh, I learned this trick from a restaurant, and you put your bacon on a cookie sheet. I always put it on parchment paper, and I bake my bacon in the oven. I don't put it on the uh, stove because it makes a mess everywhere. Yeah, it spatters grease everywhere. And I baked I baked two pounds of bacon in the oven. It took it, three fifty to four twenty five, and I think I had it somewhere sixteen to eighteen minutes. And it's perfect, well, perfect there you go. every time. Okay, there you go. That's oh. the uh, you know the dining portion of the, <laughs> the dining, cigar pulpit the, tonight. The dining portion. So cold draw time. Okay, what are you getting on the uh, on the old cold draw with the Partigas Legend? I'm not going to lie, and I mentioned this while ago. I don't know if you heard me. I've had four cigars. <laughs> After my big day of driving on Wednesdays, it's probably not the best day to do cigar reviews because I've blown the palate out. And the draw is really good. I'm trying to. The draw is good. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not really not, getting. Yeah, I'm not either. Specific, it, there's something there, but it's hard to put the finger on. I'm not yeah. gonna. Lie. I. I I'm, my palate shot. Yeah. Yeah, I know. We're not gonna lie. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Now I'm all self-conscious <laughs> of it. After last uh, episode, now I'm all self-conscious of what I'm saying. Just assume everything we say is a lie unless we tell you different. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting nothing, but that's I think that's my own fault, not the cigars. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to pinpoint. Okay then. So 
Oh, let me do the cold retro. All right, you do your cold retro. Well, I'm gonna... you, you do it with me. Oh, Come on. Oh, my God. Okay, fine. Come on. We're a team, buddy. Oh, my God. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. I thought maybe I'd pick something up there. Maybe a little, 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 little saltiness on the tongue, See, like right at the end there. I don't know, because like I said, we just but had again, BLTs. We did just yeah. have BLT, so it's kind of hard to say. Yeah. Well, probably not the best uh, move on our part, but... I also didn't want to uh, eat dinner stupid late. And it was a free meal. And I was offering. Well, yeah, exactly. How often do I offer? Quite frequently, actually. I very rarely take you up on your cooking. I like to cook. What did I make the other day you were here? Mm. Cheeseburgers. Mm. (coughs) (coughs) Well, right off the bat. These guys are kicking off a lot of smoke. Yes. Got myself choked. The uh, the cheeseburgers, you know my trick to those? What's that? Well, first of all, I massage in butter <laughs> with the meat, and <laughs> I put in... I did, there's so many. I'm just going to let it go. I'm I, put let it in, go. I put in steak seasoning, mm-hmm. and I also um, do... So for every pound of hamburger, I do a, a half pound of uh, pork sausage. Oh, that's right. You've told me that. Yep. Yep. So, we've lit up the Partagas legend. Initial thoughts, Jeff? Putting up a ton of smoke. Wow. Just a ton of smoke. What's the MSRP on this guy, do you know? Fourteen ninety nine. Fair enough. Yep. We've been sitting on this one since the uh, beginning of the month. I don't really know. It's kind of interesting. I don't really know how we end up deciding, like, hey, what's going to be, like, the 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 top dog that gets the last show, but somehow or another, it just kind of works out that way. It did. Well, it's a good cigar. Mm-hmm. Is this uh, probably a medium to full? You know, I'll look at the card. I'm guessing. I will look at the card. I'm not in Because I'm actually able to taste it, like I said, after having four cigars. Yeah. Today. It actually, it is a medium to full. Yes. Okay. Boy, look at that smoke dance in the air. There's no wind back here tonight, and no. it's just really pretty. It just hangs. Yep. Just hangs. So, Nick. What's up? You, my friend, called me today <laughs> and told me about the dream you had last night. Oh, yeah. You got to fill the listeners in on this. Uh, well, okay, yeah. So, if we have any armchair psychologists... That wish to weigh in and tell me, you know, what this means. Um, I'm not sure we want to know what this means. I'd appreciate some help. Um, So, okay. The dream starts with me at dinner with a woman that I knew in college. Now, I didn't really particularly like her all that much. Why were you out to dinner with her? I don't know. But in the dream, I was out to dinner with her. But, like, I'm filling in the details of who this, you know, person is. So I didn't really, you know, particularly like her all that much. So you much. guys didn't, like, you weren't a couple or didn't date or no, anything No, no, like no, no, no. Okay. She worked at the Piercing Pagoda outside the GameStop that I worked at at the mall. Okay. So, like, I knew her tangently, technically from work. So wait, you know. How long ago has that been? Um, 15 years? Okay, I just want, I'm, I'm trying to keep up here. 15, so, no. No. Well, um, I'm sorry, 17 years. Okay. 17 years. So a woman you barely knew 17 years ago that you didn't much care for 
is working her way into your dreamscape. Yeah, I know, right? I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to keep up. Okay. So yeah, so that that's there. You actually hadn't told me this part of the story. Mm-hmm. So that makes it even weirder. Okay. I've reflected a lot on this today as I've been driving because it's kind of weirded me out. And we'll get to why it really weirded me out here in a second. So okay. anyway, so I'm out to dinner with this lady and she gets up to go use the restroom. And she, I guess I didn't notice it. She left her phone on the table. She's gone for a while and her phone rings. And for some reason, I pick it up and I answer it. And I hear her on the other end of the line. And she says, Nick, listen very carefully. You need to do what he says. And I, in the background of her saying that, I hear this screaming, like another female screaming. Okay. Okay. Like screaming for help. And so at that point, this like weird, like voice guy comes on the line and says, just remember, this is all your fault. You need to come and see me. And then the the screaming female comes onto the phone. And that's when I realized that it's one of my employees from the newspaper. Current or former? Former. Okay. Former. She hasn't worked for me for, oh, what? Probably about. At least three years. I'm thinking about, no, it's maybe been about a year and year and a half to two years. Yeah. Probably. Okay. Two years at the absolute most, but it's been a little while. And to be honest, I mean, no it's offense. Been a, to, it's been a minute. To, yeah. No offense to her. It's not like she really crossed my mind. You know, it's like, it's not like there's any, yeah, nothing, nothing would have happened to make her cross my mind. Like she hasn't called us for a reference no, or anything like nothing, that. Okay. Nothing. And so she gets on the phone and she's like begging for help and telling me, that this guy already killed somebody and he's going to kill her unless I come and I meet him and everything else. Well, then I hear the guy kill my former employee. Oh, my God. Yeah. And he gets back on the line and he says, remember, this is all your fault. Come and see me. Come and see me. And then I woke up. I don't I don't know what to say. You told me this now. You, you told me most of this earlier today, and it's just bizarre. Yeah, because I know the former employee, very nice young lady. Yeah, very nice young lady. I, I have no you reason. You and I to... haven't talked to her in and at least at le- it's been at least two years, if not longer. And I have no reason on earth to want any sort of physical harm to come to her. So weird. Mm-hmm. So weird. And I don't remember, and I don't understand the like. It's all my fault. And then I need to come see some guy. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I, I got th- nothing. This has been haunting me all day. This has been like. Yeah, I can tell really, you're, you're still anxious yeah, I'm, and I'm, jittery. I'm amped. Like I'm my, I've got like restless leg going on here. I keep bouncing yeah. my legs. So. Yeah. The deck is actually moving. Me doing <laughs> that, which is making me a little queasy after the BLT. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, it's been unusual. Yeah. So. I don't know. I I slept really. It was interesting last night. It was probably some of the. It was the most active sleep I've had in a very. I'm not much. You went into the rim. I don't dream a whole lot. Like I do, but like, but not like the intense ones that you actually remember. Yeah. You know. But like I said, man, 
this one has been haunting me all day. Clear as day, I can remember it. I mean, it's been well, a thing. Now, I don't want to go into the other dream, but you had, t- you had another dream you remembered. Mm-hmm. And the weird part of this dream. Yeah, I can't. That That one's a little off. Yeah, the weird part of this dream is either I had a deja vu... Or you have told me that same dream no, in the past. I've, I've reflected on it more, and I think you're right. I think I have had that. I think same this is dream, a recurring dream, but with additional facts added on to it. Yes, you know. But yeah, yeah. So Nick, Nick, was that in, one we can't. That one we can't get no, into. But, that one, but yeah. yeah. But no, and Nick's in Dreamland last night, mm-hmm. and yeah, it it got weird. And neither one of them were comfortable dreams. That's the other thing. I wouldn't necessarily classify them as full-on nightmares, but they were definitely. You to someone die over the phone. I think that's. A, I think it qualifies. Yeah, but I didn't die. You didn't go see him. That's just. I mean, I didn't have a chance. <laughs> I woke up after. You know, I was still on the phone. But the point is, you know, I. I they were intense, extremely yeah. intense dreams. Yeah. So. Mm. Not in the good way, to where you wake up and you're feeling like, oh yeah, you know, it was it was it was bad. Yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Okay then. So, I don't know. Yeah, very strange. So yeah, if we have any armchair uh, dream analysts or psychologists or anything out there listening to this, uh, feel free to give the Ask the Boys hotline a call at area code eight six three eight seven four zero 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 zero, and just kind of tell me like. I think this you one know, needs a how forensic, effed up, how effed up a forensic I psychologist. I think is what yeah. we're looking for here. So. Well, no, I, I nobody's died. <sighs> I'm just saying. And see, now the one thing I will say, if you remember, my employee told me he already killed her, and I'm and basically like, yeah. So like, you have gonna, no idea who the first. So I don't know who the first woman is. All I know is the woman I was at dinner with was there, and I don't know if she's in on it with the guy, or if she's captured. That's the other thing. I don't know that. And my mm. employee, now my employee obviously was captured. Yeah. And being held. That's, that's just bizarre. But like, yeah. Yeah, like I don't even know what to say to it. <laughs> and I've got I've got a comeback or an answer for everything, and I have no idea what to say to you about this. It's bizarre. Yeah, when I called you this morning and told you this, you were like, whoa. Yeah, that, that went way past me <laughs> not being able to open my locker. <laughs> I haven't yep. had that in a while. Oh, I, I still time. get that once in a while. I'm running, really? I'm running late for class, and I can't open my locker. You're 51 years old, yes. and you're still worried about getting to high school class yes. on time. And do you ever have the one where you're running down the hall, and the hall just keeps getting longer? Mm-mm. Yeah, you're trying to get somewhere, and like it just keeps... Yeah. <laughs> I lived the locker thing. I would just end up hauling all my books around for the entire day in my backpack. <laughs> you couldn't open your locker. I mean... It was all the way on the third floor. All my classes were on the oh, first. Oh, that's right. You were in a big high school. Yeah. So, like, all my classes were on the first floor. So, it was always, like, I always stressed about time. Being able to run all the way up, get my one book, and run all the way back down. And yeah. it just, it, it never, and I was thinner then, too. So, I could have done it, but it just, you know. But why? Why? See, I went to a small, I tried So instead, I was the kid that was hauling around freaking six books in a backpack looking like a moron. See, I went to a very small high school, Trico High School in Southern Illinois. Uh huh. Shout out to all my Trico psychos out there. And my graduating class was like 76 kids. I'm sorry. Let's back up. Which part? The Trico psychos? Yeah, it's kind of a thing. 
Was that like your official? No, we were the pioneers, but that was that okay. was our we nicknamed ourselves the Trico Psychos. Well, okay. That makes a lot of sense. That's yes. why I was just kind of wondering. Like, no, we were technically the Trico was, Pioneers. Like, okay, okay. Which was cool because our mascot got to bring a gun to every event. Think about that. Huh. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, they're walking around over there in, you know, some cat suit and our guy's standing there with a musket. Nobody's just walking saying. around in loincloths anymore. No, they can't do that. No. Yep. Long live Chief Alinewick. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ducoin, one of the schools I cover, they still have the Indian as a mascot. Yeah. I just, I don't know how much longer that's going to live. You know, there's a town in Southern Illinois, Freeburg. Yeah. They're the midgets. Yeah. I think we've talked about that before because the midgets actually came and protested. They came and protested, and yeah. basically the town told them to, you know, piss off. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was really crappy of the uh, news photographers because they only showed the top of their heads. <laughs> it's like, guys, pan down. It's like, just, just, just pan down. <laughs> just pan down. <laughs> God. God. We anyway. Okay. I don't know if we've ever talked about this on the show, but Nick and I, for several years now, have talked about going to see midget wrestling. Yes. And I know it is completely oh, it's inappropriate. So inappropriate yes. and wrong. And it's also always held at strip clubs. Yeah, why is that? I don't know, but for some reason the midget wrestling circuit like totally like embraces the strip clubs. It's like why can't you go to a VFW hall like all the other independent league wrestling? Yeah. Anyway. But that's not how that works. No, it's not. You need like foxy boxing going on or something. Weird. Yeah. Foxy boxing. <laughs> okay, I'm going to admit something. Oh, God. I went to foxy boxing one night. What? It was much less exciting than you would think. Really? It was two chicks in the ring punching each other. Yeah, that's foxy boxing. Yeah. So, that's always the best part of guns and hoses. Like I've so, never gone. Okay, okay. explain to everybody so, what that is. So guns and hoses is an annual event that the Backstoppers organization in St. Louis does at the... Uh, Oh, what are they even calling it now? It used to be Scott Trade. Now it's like, it's where the Blues play. Enterprise Center. Okay. So anyway, um, it's a big boxing event. And what happens is the police take on the firemen. Hence in, the guns and hoses. Hence the, hence the guns and hoses in a boxing uh, event. And multiple rounds. And the place is just packed with first responders. And it's a really, really great time. And they raise a lot of money to support uh, the families of fallen first responders. And so my favorite part is when the females box. And you're going to think I'm being dirty, but I'm not. So when the guy... I actually know what you're getting towards because you've told me this before. When the guys get in there, the guys all think they're professional boxers. So they're dancing around in the ring and they're flexing and they're 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 like one punch and then they back up and they dance around trying a little to amp bit. the crowd and, and, and yeah. they're trying to they're they're like they're almost like play acting professional boxers, okay? When the women okay. get in there and that bell rings, do they just go at each other swirling those it's fists and go arms time. and it's go time and they don't care how they look, they're just wailing on the other one. And it's like just lobbing haymakers. It is the best. It is violence at its pure extreme <laughs> and it's awesome. I love it so much more. If if the guys would do that, it would be the best event ever. But it's always just the women that just take it to the extreme and just start beating the piss out of one another. That is so bizarre. Yeah. I love it. 
It's so great. <laughs> it's so messed up. <laughs> oh, my God. So what do you get on your stick? <laughs> well. <laughs> I'm having an issue with mine. All right. If we're going to go ahead and be fully we're honest We're going to be here, honest. I am having an issue with mine as well. It's, um, it's got this weird tunnel thing going. Yeah. I've both got of a, our cigars do. Both of our cigars have got a weird like tunnel going all the way down. Like I can't even see the end of mine. This mine thing. has mine has gone to the side and is is going away. Mine is still. Let me see the cavernous hole leading to yeah. the bottom of the earth. My burn line is also really wavy. I don't know what's going on with the cigar. I'm smoking it. Yeah, but I and I'm not smoking it too fast. No, I mean we're just, we're just sitting just, here smoking talking. It is just. It's like the the. It has had a very the weird center, burn. The center of the filler is burning faster than all the rest of this cigar, yeah. and it's tunneling really bad. Yeah, and I showed so, I Nick showed me his while we were talking, and then I showed him mine, and it was doing the same thing. Now again, mine's gone off. Once to again, the side. cigars, cigars. Yeah, showed him my cigar. cigar yes, and he well, really, no, he no. really liked that BLT. There's been a lot of people the whole like you know when did we become friends and like you know. You know, lock eyes and touch penises thing from the last episode. <laughs> so I just want it for the record that once again, I've never seen Jeff's Wang. We've never touched penises, and he did not just say that he showed me that I showed him mine, and he showed me his. Our cigars. We meant the cigars. <laughs> oh, you could do worse than me. Let's be honest. I could do a lot better. I don't know if that's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I could do better. <laughs> so I have to have a little self-respect. You know? God, I have none. I know. To take one look at you, and everybody knows that I'm in my drug rug. <laughs> I was gonna and say. cargo shorts right now, <laughs> barefooted on the deck. Uh, okay, so we need to do our three cigars that we've done this week. Yes, exactly. You want to go first? Well, you want me to? Why don't Why don't you go ahead and go first? Okay. I will do that. Why don't you go ahead and go first? I will do that. So, I had myself a Cohiba, Connecticut. Oh, really? Yeah. I really like the Cohiba, Connecticut. It's a little pricey for me at times. Um, but yeah, I uh, I grabbed a Toro and smoked that up and really enjoyed that this week. It was a good, just a good, mild, you know, nice Connecticut cigar. That's awesome. Really liked it. That's awesome. So, my first cigar that I want to touch on is the... Uh, Murcielago Toro from Espinosa. It's the one with the bat is the the oh yeah the band yeah. Um, I was hanging out at Riverman on um, last Saturday, and Dan says to me, he goes, "Hey, have you ever had this?" And he hands it to me, and I said, "I I don't think so." And he goes, he goes, that cigar has been in my humidor here at the shop for the past three years. Oh wow! And I'm like, what? And he goes, yeah. He said, that cigar has aged for three years here. He said, you have to try it. I lit it up, and I tried it, and just the intense spice just nailed me right off the bat. Wow. Like, it was a spicy cigar right off the bat. So not it wouldn't be one that I no, would go for. this okay. is one that would shank you in the throat. Okay. Because then I did a retro hail, and I saw God. <laughs> and he looked at me and said... You're a pussy. I thought he was just going to say, <laughs> just look at you. Why? No. Yeah, he, why, Nick? Why have you done all this? <laughs> he just looked at me and said, you're a pussy. I don't know if God and, would call you a name. Well, I mean, I I lost my shit on that retro hail in front of everybody. God and everybody. God and everybody, <laughs> and, yes. And uh, 
So yeah, but it was a really intense, good cigar. Unfortunately, it was the last one that Dan had in that box, so nobody else is getting a three-year aged uh, yeah. Marcielago. I'll so. tell you what, though. Dan, God love him, will take care of you. Mm-hmm. And you know, the funny thing is, I've seen him take care of people that walk in there for the first time, just like he does us that he's known for a year. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, he'll, he's he'll take care of He's got treasures hiding around that shop. Yeah. And they're ones that you wouldn't even know are there. You would just, I mean, they look, I mean, I've passed that cigar every single time I've been in there. Yep. Every single time. Because it's not like he had it hidden in back or in some special part of the humidor. It was just chilling on the shelf. Yeah. He just happened to know that it had been there for three years and wanted to recommend it to me. Well, and that's the thing. And that's the little thing that yeah. Dan and that every, that every tobacconist, quite frankly, you know, with their shop, they know what inventory has been sitting and aging for a while. So, you know, I mean, it's an interesting question to pose when you go into a cigar shop. Like, you know, hey, maybe what's been sitting on the I shelf? I thought for, of that. That's a good idea. What's been sitting on the shelf for a little while? And just kind of see, you know, what has just some natural age built onto it because, just because it hasn't sold. And and it's going to change up the complexity of the cigar, being able totally. to age like that. But also, it's one of those things, it may not be sitting on the shelf because it's not good. It's just gotten passed over. It's gotten bypassed. Exactly. Well, and it's one of those things where, you know, look, the cigar geeks, we're always looking for the next the new, new thing, yep. you know, and everything. And and. I mean, maybe you forget to circle back to something, and and it just sits there for yeah. three years and gets a nice, good spice build up on it. That's the one thing about Dan's shop, and and I'm I'm sure a lot of people's home shops are like this. But you go into the humidor and you look around. He's got all the cabinet humidors outside. There are a ton of cigars there. I've not even scratched the surface on exactly. So. And that's that's so easy to do. So yeah, that's a good question. Is what do you have that's got some age what on it? What do you got that's like got that. a little age on it? And just see what they say. That's interesting. Yep. So, so, back to me. Back to you. So, the other cigar that I had this week, and it's a shout out to our uh, Jerry Tobacco Aladino Studios. I had another Aladino Cameron. Oh, and I know okay. I talk about that cigar a lot, but I'll be honest, outside of the uh, Gator, yeah. it's it's probably in my top five in my rotation right now. Very cool. That that Cameroon, I had it on Saturday. That Cameroon is just an outstanding cigar. Yeah. It really, really is. Oh, it's really good. And, uh, and it's the flavor. And I'll be honest, I'm doing the Lonsdale. Lonsdale? Is that yeah. How you, okay, yeah. I didn't know if I was The little right. one. Yeah. yeah. And that's on purpose because the flavor is more intense than it is on the, the bigger ring gauges. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm no. really looking forward, looking forward to reviewing the, uh, what Lance, are they? The Lancero. Well, but they're not calling it a Lancero. They're, no, but I know what you, it, yeah. for discussion purposes, because yeah. I don't know the proper name. Yeah, the Lancero. Yeah. So. I'm looking really forward to trying that. And I'm I'm going to be honest, I'm not a Lancero smoker. You really? Know, not for any reason, but on the Cameroon, I think the I think the smaller, less filler that you have on the Cameroon, I think the flavor is just going to be so much more intense. So, okay. You want a little bit of uh, news? Inside information? Oh, what? That Cameroon... Uh, um, no, we had a listener send us a couple. I know. That Cameroon is not the only Lancero that JRE is coming out with. Really? Now, that's the funny thing. Is I don't think the Lanceros are always the biggest seller. No, 
but the 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 people that appreciate cigars, uh huh, they like them. I'm not personally the biggest fan, mostly because, quite frankly, it requires me to slow down my smoking significantly, oh, considerably, yes, and I I struggle with that. But um, I have it on pretty good authority, like really good, like straight from the horse's mouth. Mm-hmm. That um, you know the vintage. Ooh, yeah. So you know how they're coming out with a Toro? Yeah. Later this year? Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, there might also be a Lancero. Oh, interesting. So, you know. Well, I'll tell you. Just something to kind of put on the radar and just watch and see what happens. We have to, have to, have to try. And I know they're not calling it a Lancero, and I wish I could remember the name of it. But it's essentially a Lancero, again, for the purposes of our conversation. Yeah. Um, but there's a little Longmire. Is it what? No, I can't think of what it is. That's a cowboy show. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yellowstone. No. Um. Anyway. Anyway. So no, I'm really looking forward to that because I think that Cameron tobacco with less filler is just going to be uber intense. Yes. So there you go. All right. That's my number two. Well, my number two is a new cigar that uh, Dan got into his humidor. And I'm so thankful he did because up until now, nobody in St. Louis was carrying it yep. that I'm aware of. And it's the Perdomo Reserve 10th Anniversary Sun Grown. Yeah. The red, um, the red band. Oh, I know you're jazzed about oh that. Oh my God. I bought up like four or five of them mm-hmm. at Riverman that day. And I think I'm down to one left. So in a week, I mean, I've burned through like three or four of them. I wow. mean, it's so good. Wow. And I know that uh, I think I think Dan was excited to get those in for you. Oh, dude, I like Perdomo. Yeah, you know, and he got those in, and he and and Dan, he when he met with the sales rep, the sales rep gave him the Sun Grown to try and gave it to him in a specific size that Dan said, like, you know, he didn't it like doesn't I guess either isn't available or is reserved or something like that. Yeah. It was it was a little little different size cigar and it was almost like a mini torpedo from what he said. Hmm. But he said it was just lights out and I'm like, I know. I smoked it in Indianapolis back in September when I went out and visited Broccoli Rob and Broccoli. I loved them and nobody in St. Louis has carried them and quite frankly, I've been waiting for somebody to get them. And finally, of all places, Riverman. Dan hooked you up. Yep. So, So, okay. So my number three is I busted out the My Fathers again, and it's the uh, S. Oh. The special S or S special. I don't know how you say it, but again, I'm going all Connecticut this this go around, but man, this had a good cigar. I like the My Father line. Well, there you go. uh, Good burn line, a lot of smoke, um, good flavor. It was, it's... It's again. It's kind of like the uh, Gator. It's a you know, Connecticut that knows somebody. All right. So my last one is a budget cigar. Okay. I smoked the Tadascan Habano. Oh, you tried Robusto. the Habano? I did. I have not had the Habano. It was good. Was it? I liked it. Spicy? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. Had a little bit more flavor to it than the uh, the yellow than the yellow. But I I. Hard. I'd have to smoke them back to back, like or side to side, to see, like you know, kind of how, uh, how which one I maybe prefer. Yeah. But I'll be honest, I was fine with uh, the 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 Habano Robusto was really good. Hmm. 
So had it while driving one day. I'm gonna have to give it a shot. I'll do it later, you know, later in an evening of herfing or over at the lounge or something. Mm-hmm. So I'll be honest, I'm not quite entirely sure where I even got it. Yeah, where did you find that? I don't know. It was just a single rattling around in my uh, Tupper door, and I'm not entirely sure where it even came from. Hmm. But I smoked it. And I hate to I say it. it. I don't. I can't. You you go to a few more stores than I do think, occasionally. I don't know if Dan has the Habano. He's got the yellow I haven't series. Seen it there. I don't know if I've seen the Habano. So I don't realistically know where it came from. Very strange. But it was there. It had a red band to it. Really? Uh huh. I have no idea. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I gave the people of Tadiscan a shout out. Well, they're warriors. So I thought my tunneling issue had gone away. Had gone away. And not. It has shifted northward a little bit. Man, what it, is but going on? But it is on? still there, and I'm at the halfway point of this cigar. So for the better, for basically most of this cigar, yeah. I've been struggling with that with that tunneling issue. Yeah, now mine worked itself out, but I'm still having a weird, I mean, I, I don't want to sit here and crap on the cigar, but I'm having a horrible yeah. burn line. I was going to say, my burn line has been really, really off, and in terms of... Uh, this tunneling, it's really just distressing because, um, like I said, I'm halfway through the cigar and it's puffing a lot of smoke. Yeah, it's putting um, off a ton of smoke, which but is I'm, lingering over But us. the problem is it's putting off a ton of smoke just naturally. Yeah. But, like, when I draw, I feel like I'm not drawing anything because I'm drawing so much air because of this tunnel that's down the middle of it. Yeah. So I'm hoping that that eventually like goes away and I can at least enjoy the final third of this cigar. Yeah, but my my first third had that for sure. Yeah, crazy. Oh, uh-huh. you know what time I think it is? I was say speaking of final third. Amen. How about we uh, enjoy the final third Friday review from our man Broccoli Rob, and we can find out what he's smoking uh, smoking this week. The Brockster. <laughs> It's time for Final Third Friday with my man, Broccoli Robs. Happy Friday, brothers and sisters of the leaf. This is your man, Brock, back home again in Indiana. Today I am smoking the Bishop from the Cigar Pulpit series by Martinez Cigars for the Final Third Friday Cigar of the Week. The Bishop is a medium to medium full body cigar blended in New York using a San Andreas Maduro wrapper, Nicaraguan binder, and fillers of Nicaraguan Seco, Viso, and Lajero. I am using the Calibri Deep V Cutter on this nice solid triple cap. The appearance and construction are nice with a dark brown wrapper and a perfect texture. Cold draw has notes of light cocoa and barnyard. After light up and getting into the flavor notes, the first third has dark chocolate, earth, dried fruit, with light pepper lingering through the retrohale. Second third, the complexity is nice with notes of black walnut, earth, toasted caramel, and light spice present on the tongue and through the retrohale. This cigar has solid light gray ash that fell in thirds and only one small burn touch-up at the second third. The final third ramps up a bit in strength with cedar notes, baking spices, earth, light cinnamon spice with light spices through the retrohale. From third to third, this cigar has nice complexity with good transitions all the way through. In the end, I gave the Bishop a final third cigar rating of 92. 
The Bishop is also now available at the Smoke Pit for $11.99 each along with the Gator and other Martinez cigars for your smoking enjoyment. The Smoke Pit, located at 221 West Main Street in downtown Greenwood, Indiana, is an all-inclusive cigar lounge offering a wide range of boutique cigar brands along with a few heritage brands, bringing you one of the most unique selections in central Indiana at a fair price. Come in today and enjoy our comfortable lounge over a cigar paired with your favorite adult beverage and engage in a great conversation with others who love the cigar culture. You can follow me on Instagram at Final Third Cigar and also check out FinalThirdCigar.com for full reviews of cigars and other cigar-related content. Have a great week and remember to relax, stay smoky, and enjoy each cigar you smoke down to the brock. Until next time, cheers. That's awesome, dude. Yep. The bishop. I like it. He's a fan. Well, I mean, okay. For all the picking I do and, you know, we rib each other and whatnot, um, the bishop's great stick. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Martinez did a really nice job on those cigars. Yes, they really did. And now the bishop's over at the smoke pit along with the gator. So anybody in the Greenwood, Indiana area can swing on by the smoke pit and pick up the uh, cigar pulpit cigars. That's just south of what, Indy, right? Uh, Yeah, just a little south of Indy. That's awesome. You know what? We're going to be heading out that way. We are going to be heading that way. Yeah. When we get an exact date lined up, we'll announce it. But it's it's going to be very, very soon. Yes. Yeah. Like I I might keep the second or third week in in, uh, April. Yeah. Handy. Yeah. Yeah. If you're out that way. If you're out that way, you might think about it because... Yeah, I got a little business in Indy that I need to attend to. It might be time for a and, uh, mighty, mighty herf I'm at thinking, a new cigar lounge. I'm thinking we need to go and uh, break in the smoke pit. Well, and we also need to go thank him personally for bringing in the, uh, you know, Cigar Pulpit Series Bishop and Gator. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I miss Brock. Yeah, you didn't come out with me when, we, no, when I, I went didn't. out there in September, did you? No, I did not. And I know you guys had a really good time. We did. He's good people. You know oh, who I is. really like, Mrs. Oh, Brock. Have you met Mrs. Brock? No, I've talked to her on the phone. I want to say, you've never met Lisa in person. Yep. Not in person, but no, we've talked on the phone. And uh, well, she's been on the show with us. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Good. They're they're just good, rock solid people. They are. I got so drunk at that winery. I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, the, was it the sangria or some kind of punch? It or? was. It was no. It was some sort of a drink that. I think it had like their homemade moonshine or something going on in there. It was That's right, oh, it's a distillery and a winery. Yeah, it was yeah. a distillery, a winery and a brewery. Yeah. And oh my gosh, I was drinking these strawberry things and they were deceptively boozy. Yeah. Like you didn't taste the booze, but man It'll sneak up on you. It didn't it it snuck up and punched me upside the head is what it did. <laughs> and uh yeah, I had uh I had my fair share and it was good. So, well, there you go. It was tasty. Hey, so I meant to bring this up on uh, Tuesday's show. Okay. And and it's a moment of actual legitimate seriousness here on the Cigar Pulpit. Okay. So, thankfully, by the time this episode comes out, he's already returned home. But Dusty Slay, one, Dusty. Of, our, one of our, you know, previous guests. And yeah, friend, great friend guy. Of the show. Um, Dusty Slay had a little bit of a, uh, medical thing take place. Oh, heavens. And was, uh, had to go to the hospital 
for a little while. And, um, you know, it was, I mean, when he came on the show. He was talking about the appendix. His appendix. Yeah. I'm assu- I don't know any details. I'm assuming it maybe is related. But, um, you know, he was in the hospital for a number of days. And he has since put up a video saying that he's returned home. And that's great. But um, in all seriousness, you know, our, our thoughts and prayers Here's do, the pro- do go out to, uh, to Dusty Slay and his family. Let me just say something. What? I'm going to go controversial on you for a minute. What are you going to do? Why Thought- are you picking on that? I mean. No, thoughts are useless. Prayers mean something. Well, yeah. But thoughts are absolutely useless. Okay. I can think good things. That doesn't do anything. Well, it's. You know the, what? Pray for, for the guy. It's for the people that maybe don't like, you know. Well, it's just, <laughs> I mean, it's us accommodating for no reason. Pray okay. for the guy. Dusty, we're praying for you, buddy. Okay. I mean, I can, I can go along with that. <laughs> why, why do you have to make this of all things? Why you got to make this? Is this is my stand. Why you got to make this, this a controversial is my stand. moment? Well, it's it, like, I'm trying to be nice and like, you know, hey, you know, give a no, shout out to I know to, you are. And I think, a, I think the world of the show. Yeah. We talked to him on the show and had such a good time with the guy. And man, is he funny? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's just a riot. And, um, I know he had to cancel some shows as a result of it and everything. And I mean, it's, it's, it's a shame. Yeah. But hopefully. But he is home. He is home. Okay. And hopefully, may, you know, I think I'm, I'm pretty sure um, the video that his wife put up uh, kind of explaining the situation indicated that he had surgery. So I'm wondering if maybe they actually just went ahead and removed the appendix. Yeah. Um, since before they were kind of afraid to remove the appendix. So I don't know. The point is, I, I don't know. And I don't want to like, you know. Talk about the guy's personal medical history all over the place. I mean, he talked about it a little bit with us on the he show. Did. So, you know, I feel comfortable at least at that point. But well, I, I will say this. And, and we spent an hour, hour, hour and a half with him on the show. And I know you've talked to him a lot more than that, you know, through texting and whatnot. Yeah. But he's just salt of the earth. He's just a yep. great guy. Super good guy. And brother of the leaf. And yep. unfortunately, hasn't been able to really enjoy cigars for a number of months as a oh, result yeah. of all this history, uh, medical stuff too. So, I mean, I know he was kind of itching for that. So hopefully maybe if they did do the surgery and did remove the appendix, maybe he can finally start the recovery and get over that to where he can, uh, you know, actually start to get back to full normal. Yeah. So, well, yeah, yep. buddy. And, and all, all joking aside about the whole thoughts fiasco, um, we are praying for you, man. And I, I, Wish you a speedy recovery. Totally. Like I said, I meant to bring that up on Tuesday and, uh, you know, but I'm kind of glad I didn't because when, uh, when that episode dropped, I mean, he hadn't returned home yet and, yeah. uh, I'm wanting to say that as, as the episode dropped, that's when he posted the video saying that he was back home. Good deal. So it kind of worked out that I didn't, you know, say, oh my God, he's in the hospital. And then like that day he comes home. So at least now. Everybody just kind of, you know, give him your prayers and we'll we'll move on. There you go. I want to bring something up because this yes. conversation sparked it. Oh, so boy. I, I grew up in small town radio and small town newspapers. Mm-hmm. And back in the day, um, when you were saying he returned home, it, it, it sparked this memory. But back in the day, they used to put the admissions and discharges from the hospital on the radio. Really? Yeah. They, hey, you know... 
Billy Joe yeah. Bob was admitted today to blah blah blah. They they would Feels put the admission like a HIPAA violation. <laughs> well, but this was back in the eighties, okay? So you know, late seventies, eighties, they would do that, and then they started realizing. That it was causing people to get robbed. Well, yeah, because people now know that the homes are empty. They're not home, yes. (laughs) So they don't do the admissions anymore. And quite frankly, they were still doing the discharges up to a while back, and they've stopped doing that now, too. Wow. Maybe maybe somewhere around the country they're still doing them, but... Um, I'll tell you the other the other. I thing, fail to see the exact newsworthiness of that. I mean, it was a common small town radio thing. Yeah, to put the local hospital discharges on the radio. That I was also, a normal. I also thing. fail like I, I'm struggling with how they would have received that information. The hospital sent it to them. I'm that's bizarre to me. Yeah, that was a normal like everyday run of the mill small town America thing at, at one point. Hmm. The you know what the other thing and this is really sad. But the other thing that causes people to get um, robbed. Yeah. Funeral notices. Oh. Because they know everybody's gone at the funeral. They know funeral. everybody's yes. at the wake or the funeral at yes. that point. So they know the houses are empty. Yeah. How horrible are people? You know, oh, we t- people are horrible. We joke about porch pirates and stuff now. And we talked on the last show at length, actually, about the people that were scamming people yeah. for money. But, you know, these scams were going on long before the internet was around. Mm-hmm. You know, people are just, you know, there's some people that are just bad. Ugh, my, yeah, smoke is, my smoke is hanging <laughs> in yeah, front of Nick, me, dude. I, I actually like wish I had taken a picture of that. I'm just in a cloud. You look, I mean, and I'm not I'm, I'm, I'm not saying anything about your hygiene, but you look like pig pit. Yeah, I'm struggling. For a minute there. I'm, I'm kind of struggling to not just hack up a lung here. You want me because- to kick the fan on? You that know, might actually help that us. That might. It's going to freeze us out, but oh, it, it, is, it might yeah. actually help us. But it, uh, yeah. You want me to try it or not? Uh, no, uh, we'll we'll just we'll deal. Yeah, we'll, it's we'll deal. We're, we've been used to the wind tunnel back here, and tonight the air is just it is dead, just still, yeah. and this cigar smoke is just hanging right in front of my and face. And it's putting off. I mean, I will say this: the cigar is putting off a ton of smoke. I am com- right coming into the final third here, and I think. You got rid of your tunnel? I think, knock on wood, my tunneling issue has resolved itself. Burn line is still very uneven. But the. Uh, I'm shocked, and I by keep, the way. And I keep touching it up with the lighter. So you yeah. guys probably hear the lighter going off. I've every touched once mine in a while. up one time. I'm also using. I'm using the Bic to touch up so it's not as loud. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I've had that same issue. We're, mm-hmm. we're both dealing with it. And I'm surprised. I did not expect that out of the cigar. Me neither. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what would have caused it. I mean, it's been in the the bag with the Bovida pack and everything. Yeah, it's I mean, been it's, sealed it's up. Been sealed up. It's not. I don't know. I mean, it hasn't been mishandled. But yeah, something we both we both had the tunneling issues. Well, and and as far as the wrapper the stuff, line. there's no cracks. There's no, no, there's no issues cracks. There. I mean, there's a little. But it's just you know, it will not burn straight to save its life. And we're the air could not be more dead right now. Yeah. There's no wind no. to blame this on. No. So weird. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, you know what? Every once in a while one comes along and you're just kinda like, eh. That was what it was. You know what we haven't done in a long time? What's that? Effed up facts. Mm. We need to start doing those again. <laughs> I don't have the cards with me. I know, but you, you got away from that. We did. We could well, well, it seemed like we were skewing very hard into the goofy. And it's kind of it's kind of our you know, I know sweet but spot. I but I pulled us back a little bit towards the cigars you know and so there there needs to be a balance a balance a is balance. it worth yes yeah a little bit of a balance yeah I wouldn't mind doing that once in a while 
No, that's fine. I, I can... actually found some of those facts entertaining. Okay. Because they were just bizarre. I can I can bring the bring the backs back. I think we need, wait, you know what? Let's let the listeners weigh in. Okay. You guys send us send us your messages on Instagram, the uh, parishioners page. Mm-hmm. We'll put a question up on there. If people would like to see us bring back the uh, yeah, we're on know, Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit, the F up facts, well as at Naked Gator, any KKID Gator. That's my page. And by the way, it seems as though the imposter page is gone. Oh yeah, no, thank you everyone. Thank you everyone for you know shoving that down their throat. And then, uh, then as Jeff was just mentioning, we're on Facebook with the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners group. So I'm not gonna lie, know, dude. I know you need to get in on the group. I, I I joke about it all the time. I know it was Trent's idea. It was Trent's idea, and it was gold, Trent. Mm-hmm. People are loving it. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, it's been going really, really well. And then we're on uh, Twitter, and we're on YouTube. Whoa! And then you can reach out to us through cigarpulpit.com using the contact the pulpit page. And then, like I said earlier, make sure you get your questions in for Ask the Boys via the Ask the Boys hotline at area code 863-874-0000. Are we planning to drum, or to uh, join the new Trump social media page when it comes out? I don't know what you're talking about. You really haven't heard that? No. Okay, so apparently Donald Trump is starting his own social media platform. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it... <laughs> We'll, we'll wait and see. We'll circle back to yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. I did actually just get access to something called Clubhouse today. What is that? I, I, I don't know. I just got access. It's it's in its beta stages, so they're not, like, letting everybody in. You have to, like, get, like, somebody that's already in it has to, like, basically, like, send you, like, accept you into it. And so I put, I applied for it. It sounds a little sketch. I'm not going to lie. I applied. Well, I know the Cigar Authority guys are on it. Okay. And so, okay. so I applied for it and I was basically just kind of like, they were like, hey, we'll send you a text when your account's ready. And I'm like, well, okay. But it, at, and at what, but then like, as I was driving over here tonight, I got a text message saying that a friend of mine from high school had like, I guess, vouched for me and bumped me up to the top of the line. So now I can use it. Really? So I am. So like, I'll be honest. I'm going to be playing around in it tonight. I don't really know what it is. You know me, and I'm not a huge fan of Facebook. No, because first of all, Mark Zuckerberg stole the idea from you know the twins, but the Winklevoss. Yeah, that's right, the Winklevoss. <laughs> and uh, but but here's the deal. Um, I I don't enjoy the platform. I don't like what's going on with the platform. But I'm I like tired the of the arguing. With the parishioners' pages, like the one shining light, exactly you know, in the dark crevices of Facebook, but it, it's one of those deals where I'm not a fan of Facebook anymore. And I was, I used to be a fan. I used to use it a lot. Oh yeah, you were all over it. And I've just grown weary. But yeah. but like what I come back to is Parlor, MeWe, your Clubhouse. What yeah. you know? All at what point? Like it, it's just too much. Oh, it splinters. See, that's yeah. the thing. It it was it was all MySpace, then it was all Facebook, and then since Facebook, it's kind of all splintered. Yeah. To where now you have different platforms, different things. I don't know if we're ever going to have one singular platform that like the majority of everybody is on. Yeah. You know, Facebook is still that for now, but but for how much longer, dude? People are bailing off of it left yeah. and right. I mean, I've downloaded my whole profile to where if I wanted to like quit and give it up 
I have all the pictures and videos that I've put up. How everything. are you able to do that? It's all in the settings. I can show you. Okay, so I can do that without deleting the page. Yep. yep. What you do is, well, yeah, you go in and you basically can download your whole history. So it'll download, it'll prepare a zip file that has every photo and video that you've uploaded and put onto it. And then from there. Because that's the know, problem. I There are things on there I don't want to lose. Yeah. And then once you get that and once you download that zip file, then you've got everything. What did you download it to? My computer. Like how big how big of a file are we talking about? It's a zip file. So okay, so it's so not it's, it's condensed down. Yeah. So it's not gonna be too big to put on a hard drive. Oh no, 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 no. Okay. No, absolutely not. Okay. Um, that's why I wondered if you had to store it in the cloud or what you did with no, it. No, so. no, I was able to store it on my just my computer. And then from there, if once you have that, if you want you can go through the whole deletion process and and theoretically delete yourself from their system. Well, and the thing I come back to is I've, you know, with my businesses, I've got, what, eight Facebook pages that I'm the admin for. And that's my problem. Yeah. Is I have the business pages and then obviously, you know, interacting in the uh, parishioners group. But as and the parishioners group, to be honest, has been the thing that has kind of kept me from. Oh, you you from, bailed on Facebook bailing what, six eight Facebook. months ago. Oh yeah, you were like done, done. Yeah, I mean, I I was like, well, I'm out. And I would try to tease you and draw you back in, and you were you were standing strong. I got to give you yeah, credit. The parishioners group is the thing that drew me back in. And you know, it's funny. Our Facebook with and I've the, started like getting out of other groups and yeah. getting away from and like unliking other pages and. I'm really paring my news feed down to yeah. very, very minimal stuff because yeah. I well, just don't care. And that's that's the thing. Like, Facebook was never our platform with the cigar pulpit. Mm-hmm. It's always been Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and people like to see the pictures. and They like to see us smoking and talking and having a good time and showing our cigars. And um, But Facebook never really took off till the parishioners page popped up. Yeah. So, again, Trent, great idea, man. Great idea. So, this is so weird. Like I've had to work at the cigar, and I don't like working at a dude, cigar. Dude, my burn line, it's like half of it will be active, and the other half of it is like cool as ice. Yeah. And I just keep having to touch it up to keep it up, because otherwise it'll just keep going and eventually be canoeing on me. I mean, this... And again, that's the beauty it's of... It's just not wanting to touch up. I will say it's the beauty of my monthly cigars, is you get to try things... That, you know, instead of going in and maybe picking up five five of these sticks and then realizing you don't like it and you got four sitting in your humidor, exactly. what are you going to do with them? It gives you a platform where you can get various cigars that you may not have access to or that you may want to try first before you buy it. This is a great way to do that. Yeah. And see, and technically, I say every week that you and I get the Robusto box. Mm-hmm. Technically, what happens, Nick sends uh, me a Presidente, yeah. which is the eight. And we split it. Yeah. It's the eight cigars, but it's two of everything in the Robusto, and so we split it. So the nice thing about uh, that, him doing that and you and I being able to do this is, let's say I had the Robusto box, and yeah. I had this experience with the cigar. I could I could maybe try and justify it in my mind and say, eh, you know, maybe I just had a bad I one. I got a bad one, yeah. But... The fact that you and I are both sitting here and we're both having the same thing. Yes. Now it's kind of like, okay. We've both seen it. We've both we've seen both, it. Yeah. We've both experienced it. You know, I'm not saying two is a good sample size. But it's better than one. But it's definitely better than one. And so now I'm sitting here thinking like, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to revisit this cigar. Well, and that's weird because And we- the sad part is, flavor-wise on this cigar, it's not bad. No. 
Not um, at all. Now that I'm in the final third, I'm getting a little bit of spice to it. Pick you it know, up, it's yeah. picking up a little bit. Um, maybe a little earthy. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I would agree bit. with that. But, I mean, I don't know. Right, let's do a final third retro. Oh, hey, God, I knew you were going to say that. I was, like, cringing. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I coughed, hooted. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> God, I got <laughs> to flag that tape. Oh, my God. I got to put that on the soundboard. But anyway, so no. So, guys, if you if you want to try the cigars from My Monthly, just go over to MyMonthlyCigars.com. You know, you can uh, sign up it's for the boxes. It's a great way to sample, yeah. You sign up for the boxes. Great way to sample. You know, he has that MSRP guarantee. So, basically, the value of the box is guaranteed to be less than the price of the cigars in the box. So, like... um, I didn't do the math. Right, no, you were backwards on that. The, the, the cigar, price of the, the box, cigars are the worth, value's higher. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. The cigars are I think worth, you said it backwards, but I, I could have not been listening. But I, yeah. I said it properly, but I said it backwards in how I normally do it. But the, yeah. the bottom line is the cigars are worth more than what you're paying. Yeah. And, and we like the first three cigars out of this box. So dude, essentially that Balmoral, we got this one that, for free. That Balmoral Añejo oh, that yeah. was in the box. Yeah. Oh, I would smoke that all day, That was a good day. stick. That was a good cigar. And that Latitude Zero was pretty good. Yeah, it was. I'm trying to remember. And the, oh, and the first one was what? The Sin Compromiso, wasn't yeah, it? I believe that's accurate. Was yes. it? I have, well, let's look I don't say. I'll look at the card. But the point is, guys, use offer code PULPIT. P U L P I T. And that gets you 20% off your uh, order in his online store. And it also gets you um, free shipping on your first box because he's got the online store. Exactly. I did that backwards too, but I whatever. Know. That's I, okay. I'm, I'm paying attention to this and not. No, I'm sorry. The same compromiso would have been last month. It was yep. the it was the Oliva Satan. The Satan. Yes, <laughs> it's actually Saison. See, it's actually the Saison. Uh, sorry, Oliva. We keep calling. But it I that, think but... I've created that because I see people r- repeating it back. So you know what's funny? Okay. The Oliva Saison. It's in the it's, the bracket. It's like flying through Nick's yeah. uh, uh, my cigar monthly bracket, cigars yeah. uh, March Madness cigar bracket. I mean, I don't think you can say March Madness. Well, we we are until Nick tells me that it's he's the being cigar madness until, bracket. Until yes. Nick tells me he's getting sued by the NCAA, <laughs> I'm gonna keep calling it what he calls it. Okay. And so the point is, um, but yeah, that Oliva Saison, man. I don't know if it's just the 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 cigar itself, just maybe the matchups that it's in, yeah, or the fact that people you know are <laughs> laughing at the fact that you you know misread it and thought that it was the Oliva Satan. The Oliva Satan. I'm like, I don't know if I want to smoke this <laughs> and then whatnot. But Baptist for the love of God. <laughs> oh, oh my! So yeah, it's it's flying through. And by the way, guys, you know you don't have to have have voted in the early rounds to keep to vote in the the future rounds oh i didn't realize yeah, that. yeah so no no no. you can Ooh. vote every round so if you didn't vote in the uh 32 round or the 16 round you, you know the you can do the the eight and the four yeah. and the championship so um get in on that that balmoral and yeho is flying through it too interesting yeah and i don't know if maybe it's because they're more recent they're the more recent, the more recent cigars yes. and people have just recently smoked them and so that's why they're on the mind that may be i'll tell you How's the uh, uh, Ave Maria doing? I think it's doing pretty good. Really? I don't know. You really had to do this. I didn't do anything. Oh, God. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I know you did. I, I didn't do it. anything. 
I hear it. Just I, you are hearing things. But I wonder. I, I, I wonder how it's doing in the. Is it in the bracket? Uh, yeah, it's in the bracket. I don't know how it's doing. Yeah, I know the. Uh, I just know the the Oliva Satan and the uh, Balmoral and Yeo are just flying along. <laughs> we're gonna get a cease and desist letter. Oh, from Oliva. we're never. We're never. But gonna no, have we're anyone. selling. We're selling their cigars. We're never gonna Everybody have, wants to smoke the Satan. I know. We're. <laughs> God, we're never going to have anybody from Oliva ever want to come on. They're going to come on. No, you want to know who we're going to have? Who? It's their best sales rep. Hi, this is Satan. Yes. <laughs> I hear you like my cigar. Oh my <laughs> Sell you a box for your soul. You know, speaking of that, or or the polar opposite thereof. I was going to say, I'm like, wait a minute. Next week. Oh, yes. Pastor Barnaby. Yes. It's court-ordered, folks, so we don't have any choice. No choice. Pastor Barnaby will be on with his Easter message. Mm. And I, for one, it's It's shaping yeah. up to be a doozy. Um, <sighs> I don't really quite know how elaborate he's going to get with the whole Easter story. I don't know if we're going to get into... Uh, have you ever been to been to his church on Easter? I don't know if we're going to get into the passion it is a and everything mighty else, but like... You know, but it's very possible that because this is his opportunity to discuss this, we may be going through like the whole passion and uh, oh my, you know the the Last Supper and and this is just this everything. Is bad I for mean, us. this this could be an extraordinarily elaborate sermon. Yeah, have you ever been to his church? No. Well, yeah. Once, not on a holiday though. Not on a holiday. Okay. Definitely not on Easter. Because I'll tell you what. The the Christmas herf is just incredible. P- old ladies in the pews passing out from yes. all the smoke. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny. It rises up in the church, but they've got those ceiling fans on. It pushes it right back down. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to experience it twice. <laughs> you know, it's funny. We're talking about ceiling fans. So we were inside earlier eating. Um, here's where we wrap up. I'll tell you the story. So we've realized that our new cat, Charlie who is a uh, Russian blue, just gorgeous cat. Even Jeff Nick is, likes him. Jeff has turned into such the cat lady. I really have. <laughs> You're just like, I love that you cat. Cute? I love that cat. You were holding that cat tight to your chest, and that cat was just growling at you. <laughs> and I'm like, Jeff, that cat wants to maul your face off. And he's like, no, I'm just hugging him. And I'm just like, that cat's going to rip your face off. So I off. told Nick, I said, watch this. The cat's going to trip balls. And I turned the ceiling fan on. Mm-hmm. And what did he do? He tripped balls. <laughs> Stared at like, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? That cat could not understand the concept of the spinning <laughs> item above his head. Drove him insane. Yeah. Yeah. But that cat, that cat's a hoot. You were loving on that cat in there too. Oh, it's a good cat. You're a cat person. I know. It's a good cat. For bringing him off the farm, a feral cat off the farm, he's taking yeah, the I house am impressed. pretty well. I am impressed about that. <laughs> you know, maybe it's just you got him early enough Yeah, that he... Uh, was okay with indoor life, but yeah, he well he keeps trying to sneak out. He snuck out on us tonight before <laughs> you got here. He he, the dogs over time have punched a hole in the uh, screen door. Uh huh. And the cat was able to. I didn't realize this about cats, and I don't know why. Growing up on a farm, they're but it, clever. Yes, and they can <laughs> fit through tiny, tiny little spaces. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And he got out, uh, got out a hole in the screen door that's half the size he is, and he well, pushed you his way through it. When you look at a cat, like at least fifty percent of it is fluff. Yes, like yeah. if you were to take that cat and hose him down, 
<laughs> he would be significantly smaller. He loves water, which is so so bizarre that, to that's me. Backwards for a cat yes. too. But like Addie, she'll go in to take a shower. The damn cat will get in the shower with her, <laughs> and he comes out, and I'm like, "What happened to you?" Oh, I'm has. I, now I can't do it. I, yeah, never mind. That, never mind. That cat's a hot mess, and he climbs on me when I'm in the bathtub. Because as Nick knows, oh, I like to take baths. Now maybe I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> So I like to take baths. Well, that cat will get in the water and sit on my chest and then drink the tub water. Oh, Jeff, I want to drop a joke so bad. It's probably best you don't. If it's at my my daughter's expense, it's for the not love at of your. God. Da- it's not at your daughter's expense. It's coming back to your expense. But you did mention your daughter, and quite frankly, I just because you mentioned your daughter, I'm uncomfortable. Would it to be off putting to the listeners? No, I think the listeners are all thinking the same thing I am, but what the hell? you know, I'm gonna I'm just gonna let it go. I'm okay. gonna let it go. I'm okay. gonna be the bigger man here. It's probably best. And I'm gonna let it go. Because I don't know where you're going. I'm completely lost. But yeah, that cat loves to just climb on me when I'm laying in the tub. And you oh, know the funny God. thing is <laughs> as I've gotten fatter over time, <laughs> it takes much less water to fill up the tub now. Significantly. I have some serious displacement. Yeah. At some point, you're going to get in there with a glass of water and just kind of like. And it's going to splash over the side. Yeah. That'll be the end of it. <laughs> That's when you're like, give me my washing stick. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a rag on the end of the stick that where's, people hose down. Where's daddy's prying bar? <laughs> <laughs> got to get myself off the I couch. I got to get out of the tub. I got to go to work. <laughs> oh my I, God. I'll tell you what. I have put on the COVID 50. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's the COVID. Oh wait, it's the COVID fifteen. I think that's it's the COVID fifteen. Yeah, I, I blew through the fifteen pretty quick. Yeah, you're like fifteen. Those are rookie numbers. Rookie numbers. I get those numbers up. Oh my god. <laughs> Pass me more bread. <laughs> that was my problem. When COVID started, I taught my daughter how to make bread. Yeah, I know. Right in the middle of our weight loss challenge. That's right. Yeah, yeah that, that was that was, was ill timed. Yeah, way to support the troops on that. I'm one, not gonna Jeff. lie though. That homemade bread was. Great way to support the troops on that one. Well, you know, I found yeast and nobody else had it. And I'm like, I'm making bread. Oh, Lord. motherfucker! <laughs> God, I was giving bread out to the neighbors. I had, I you mean, had bread I went for through days. A, yeah, I went through a spat of of multiple loaves of bread. I know. I came over here a couple times, and it was just like bread everywhere. <laughs> bread. You know me. I get excited about something for a hot minute. And then I move on. <sighs> yeah, that's true. But I taught my daughter how to make bread, so I was all happy. And the first loaf, man, she was into it. Like, she's watching the mixer, and she's pouring in the ingredients. And by, like, the third loaf, she was in the other room on her iPad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she didn't care anymore. Yeah. She'd done that. Yeah. Been, been there, there, done, done it, got yep. the t-shirt. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Well, well brother. Right. Final thoughts on the Partagas legend. <sighs> I put mine down. It's a thumbs down. I'm done with it. Yeah, and I, I and I'm. You know what? Here's the deal. I couldn't. I, was, ke- I couldn't keep the little nub going I to was, enjoy the last little bit of it. I hate to admit this. I was jazzed for the cigar, and the cigar disappointed me. Yeah. So I'm. I'm. We don't. We don't usually crap on cigars, but this one was rough. Yeah. I'm. I'm a little disappointed. Yeah. I expected a little better. Yeah. But you well, know. You know. I mean. And here's the deal. It is what maybe, it is. Maybe we got two bad ones, but. It was it was a rough smoke, and again it was work. And I don't want to work if I don't no. want to work while I'm smoking. I'm going to have a pipe. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's work. 
and I've got a pipe. Yeah. And there's a reason I don't smoke it very often because it's a lot of work. Because it's a lot of work. I yeah. want to sit back and I want to enjoy a cigar and and this was not a cigar I enjoyed. Yeah, this was this was and it was a different kind of work. It wasn't plugged up. I mean, no, I'll say that the it draw was not plugged up. The draw was extraordinarily loose considering there was a giant hole running through the middle Put on of it. a metric F ton um, of smoke. It did. And yep. you know, and the flavor that I did get from it was not bad. I would have enjoyed more of it. Um but like I said, I mean, I burned through the first half of it so quickly just because of that tunneling issue. Yeah, it was really and constantly really, really touching strange. it up, and and the burn line constantly touching it up. Yeah, it just it was a lot. So yeah, we won't belabor the point anymore. Nope. So well, it's been a sermon. It has indeed been a sermon of the cigar pulpit. So coming to you from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. I wasn't dreaming about the guy in the top hat again. Thank God. I swear that's an abduction. I mean, I hope not. Pretty sure it is. Well, have you checked yourself for implants? I have not. How's your anus? <laughs>